Voices of the Temple, official podcast of the Temple of Witchcraft, exploring mystery and magic through love, will, and wisdom, hosted by Adam Sartwell. Hi, listeners. I'm here with Tim Titus, the runner of our Healing Case Study Group. And uh, you want to say hi, Tim? Hello. <laughs> so, Tim, what brought you to witchcraft? Wow. Okay. Uh, how long do you have? <laughs> um, it's it's a long and windy road. Uh, I guess witchcraft always is, right? Um, yeah. I I think the short answer is I stepped on a moth. Okay. Can you elaborate? <laughs> <laughs> so um, it, was, it was kind of weird. I was I wasn't raised with any kind of religion at all. Um, I could have been nothing completely non-spiritual, but for some reason I always had an interest. Um, I'm in uh, preschool, and I go onto this piece of play equipment, and I see this moth on the ground, and I stepped on it because I don't know. I was a kid, and I was a punk. Um, and this other kid comes back up and says, why did you step on that? That's my friend. That's my friend, Moth. And I'm like, oh, okay, weirdo. And, um, but, you know, kids, we became friends after that. And we were really close friends. And then um, through time, uh, after it happened, uh, I came in contact with, it again, with him again later on in life. And he uh, had, had become Wiccan. And I was like, what's that? And so he started telling me some things and taking me to some stores and, and uh, you know, showing me some books. And I thought, wow, this is really cool. And I loved so much about how they did things. You know, I loved all this talk about goddess and, and nature and, and magic. And I just thought it was fascinating and wonderful. I thought it was so much more whole and healing for an individual person compared to more mainstream spiritualities, and I just, I, 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 I was really fascinated by it. But there were things that I just couldn't, couldn't quite come into. I, we've, we've talked before about my issues with astrology and <laughs> some of the things, that I, and I was just like, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe I should have the courage. I don't know. So I, I, I stayed away for a while um, from it, but I was always still kind of fascinated. My wife and I go to this, this mountain town nearby, and there's a really good a metaphysical shop in the town there. And every time we went there, we, we would still wander through, even though we weren't like that, you know, and we wandered through and I look at these books by Crowley and I look, look at these books and I just like, wow, that's so weird. That's so cool. Um, but then I walk away. Uh, and so we, but we still felt that spiritual thing. And so we went to an Episcopal church really where she was born for a while, but it just never worked. And I finally, um, admitted that to her and she admitted that that was true too for her. And so we started exploring and we finally gave ourselves permission to explore. Uh, we went to a UU church for a while, which gave us access to some, some great people who, uh, who were already pagan and we joined a group and I started looking for training mostly because I needed to stop. I had read so many books by that time I needed to focus. Um, and I needed to, I needed to work on some of my weaknesses which was mostly psychic stuff. So uh, when I found Witchcraft One advertised uh, while listening to a podcast with Christopher on it, I, I jumped on it. And there we go. <laughs> <laughs> All because I stepped on a moth. Yeah. And you, know, you went from one to five from, yeah. through Witchcraft and are a graduate. 
And right. uh, you did a very interesting Witchcraft 5 project. Would you like to share your process of making it with our, our listeners? Yeah, you know, it was it was so not what I wanted to do originally. I had all these other things in my mind, and I didn't know. I, I was I, I do this like when I was in Witchcraft Four, I, I I read about the reality map, so I'm immediately thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it constantly. And I was the same way about with the final project for Five. Um, but ultimately, it was Christopher who asked me to do this project. So we were um, at the temple for Temple Fest, and um, he brought it up to me. I think because. Well, let me go back and say what it was. So it was a series of blog posts analyzing uh, social justice issues through the point of view of the 12 Zodiac archetypes, um, mm-hmm. particularly through the archetypes of the temple in, in each of the Zodiac signs. Um, and, and so I think the origination was that Christopher wanted the temple to have some statement, some wording, something going on, about social justice because it isn't a core of, of what the temple does. And, mm-hmm. um, and because I'm from the West coast, um, and maybe cause I, I have connections with some people out here who are, who are, that's more, a more a central part of their path. Mm-hmm. Um, they, uh, he thought I might be a good person to, to, to do that kind of thing. And, and I thought, Oh, well I could do it, but well, I couldn't do it. And in addition to all the work in witchcraft five. So, um, I, I talked to my wife about it, and she came up with the idea of using the zodiac signs, and uh, for twelve blog posts, uh, one a month, one for each sign, mm-hmm. and and so I I pitched that to Christopher back, and and uh, went through. It was it was a really fascinating process because I had to. Part of the goal was to talk to each of the of the ministers, each of the lead ministers, mm-hmm. and and uh, each person is different, and it really. Actually, for me, that was probably the best part of the process. Each individual is so different in how they needed to communicate their needs uh, and, and their goals and their desires and, um, and, and their, their, their particular ministry. So it was, there was always a challenge of how does this minister communicate? Uh, what are they good at? What are their skills? Um, how do they want to communicate with me? For example, Michael, the Aries minister, really wanted to talk to me face-to-face on Skype. Um, mm-hmm. that's, that's what he wanted to do because, you know, Aries, he's all face-to-face, right? So it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, and, and, you know, that's him. And, um, but other people much preferred email, and, uh, and some people wrote a little bit, some people wrote a lot, and, and you did a beautiful meditation. And, you know, it was, it was really interesting because I had to, and I think that's part of ministry is, is learn to communicate with each individual person based on their style and, and how, what's, what works for them. And then when I wrote the post, writing in a way that pleases the minister, that is, that is part of their vision, not just writing what I wanted to write, you know, and throwing things in. So it was, it was a fascinating process. Um, I, I really loved it. Cool. Well, now that you've graduated through all the five levels, uh, what highlights did you have that you really enjoyed? Uh, well, how much more time do you have? I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I, you know, it's, it's, it's going to sound kind of, I don't know, maybe trite, but I, I, I would say that Witchcraft 1, uh, those foundational skills were so much things that I needed. Um, mm-hmm. 
there's, there's that moment maybe about halfway through where you really start having experiences, uh, uh, with, with, with deity or with spirits, uh, with, with spirit guides. Um, and you start really working and practicing on things like psychic travel. I had an amazing psychic travel experience, uh, in that, in that lesson, which kind of blew my mind away. Like just, just, I mean, there was no way that it was not real. Just having looked it up, I mean, you know, we're given a place, given GPS location, <laughs> I go look, and then I Google it, and it was like perfect, and it was like the most amazing experience. And I, from then on, I was like, okay, mind open, here you go. Um, and of course, the healing uh, cases, which are also a huge thing. Um, but that said, I mean, I think the whole experience, the whole five levels, the whole situation, everything uh, was was deeply meaningful. Um, but for me, I think probably that one, and then also Witchcraft 3, just because, again, it's that going inside, kind of working mm-hmm. with exploring my personal weaknesses um, and, and building up a foundation in there. Um, I think those two levels for me were probably the, the highlights. Yeah. So that now... Said, I also loved Witchcraft 4. <laughs> so, <you> know. <laughs> Is that the only one you missed? <laughs> Uh, um. I think so, maybe, you know, but four was, four was I was working with some of my strengths, like I can, I, I, you know, it's, it's the intellectual part, it's the writing, it's, it's, it's word-oriented, and it's airy, and I'm pretty airy sometimes, so, um, but really, again, one in three. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you were recently ordained uh, yeah. in the temple, so what are your plans for your ministry work? Are you going to teach classes or do public ritual? Uh, yes, uh, that's that's <laughs> what I'm hoping. Um, the classes. So uh, I'm I'm starting the classes. My my picture is up there on the website now as a teacher. Mm-hmm. I don't think we quite announced the classes yet, but yes, I'm starting the witchcraft one class. I think what I just said in the last question was actually advertisement for my class, but hey. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm starting a witchcraft one class here in Southern California, in Orange County, uh, in May. Uh, it'll be Thursday nights once a month, um, and uh, we'll hopefully, you know, we'll move through the levels from there. And uh, as far as public ritual, yes, looking to that, it's, 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 I'm, I'm still trying to find the right locations and, um, and work with doing Sabbath rituals. We have a local group that we like to go to their rituals, and I don't want to compete with them. So I'm, I'm working on that, but I, I definitely do want to see, I'd see that in the future. Soon. Awesome, and of course the healing case study group, which which uh, is is probably the main part of my ministry at this time. Yeah, um, you've been running the healing case study group for a little while now. That was uh, yeah started by Stevie Grant, and mm-hmm. um, she sort of mentored you through that process. Uh, right. For our listeners who don't know what the program is, can you talk to us about it? Yeah, it's the healing case study group is open to all mystery school students or graduates, uh, as long as they've made it through lesson 11, uh, witchcraft one, it's, uh, it's a really great experience. It's what we do is every new moon, we announce, uh, to a group, the name, location, and age of a particular person who has requested healing or is, is consenting to healing. Um, and, and during those two weeks up to the new moon, I'm sorry, up to the full moon, uh, each individual member uh, does psychic diagnosis on them, distance diagnosis. So in meditation, they're going to 
they're going to connect with them and uh, and scan them and uh, determine not necessarily diagnose because you know we don't have that 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 skill that power but we we have a credential uh, but but to, but to find the energetic uh, issues within and underlying their 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 health concerns and. And then they report back to me individually outside the group so that they don't influence each other's answers uh, with what they found. And I compare that. So we're actually verifying what they saw. So they're, they, they're going to re- they report back to me on, on um, the person's physical looks and also on what they saw in terms of their, their healing concerns. And, uh, and we report back on that. And then at the full moon, I announced to the whole group what what the person has dealt with, what the person is, what the person looks like, and what the person's health concerns are, and uh, then we take the last two weeks of, of the moon cycle for a discussion of of the issues and how we saw them, and you know, uh, to help help build our healing skills and our diagnosis skills, um, uh, so we can see what certain symbols and certain colors mean to us when we're doing diagnosis by verifying it against what the person has and. And then uh, right in the fourth quarter, roughly uh, somewhere in the fourth quarter of the moon, we do a group healing, uh, all from a distance, obviously, because uh, we're all over the country. Uh, all, uh, we all do it at the same time. Uh, at, at one time, we send a group healing to to the person, and then at the new moon, we we move on to the next person. It's a cycle that's been going on for since I think 2010. I think is when Stevie started mm-hmm. the group. Yeah. So it's been. Uh, a good long time. We're on our 60th case right now. Yeah. So I guess that would be five years, wouldn't it? So there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, have you, doing that process, have you felt like there were parts where you felt like there was a um, manifestation of healing that you were like, wow, that's, you know. There have been. God, there's, there's so many, it's hard to so many cases, but there have been a few, and that's that's probably the single most gratifying thing. When that person writes at the end of of, of the moon cycle, when the candidate, the, the healing subject, writes back saying saying wow, and it, and, it, and it's happened. It's hard to go back and find a particular case, but there, but but it has happened m- multiple times. It doesn't always happen. Got to be honest, but mm-hmm. but, uh, but yes, uh, there are there are many times. I'd say maybe half the time when the person is just, just overwhelmed uh, with what's different and, and about them and, and how, they've, how they've, they've healed. And they always say, feel some difference. They always have a, a sense of, I, I feel a little stronger. I feel a little more energy. Uh, my issues aren't as bad. Um, mm-hmm. It's not always earth shattering, but when it is, it is really gratifying. And, and just it, it feels like you're really doing great work. Yeah. Now, I know you recently put out a call for subjects. Uh, yeah. I know we put it out on the website and you got a lot of answers. But, uh-huh. yeah. um, what kind of subjects are you looking for and um, what is it that they get out of the process? Well, to be clear, because like you said, we had a huge response. Um, mm. We probably had over 200 people um, right back and we do one a month. So uh, if, you, if you do that math, if we were to go everybody, it would take a long time. <laughs> um, so, uh, th- th- I think what we're looking for, um, in, in a healing subject is someone who has a, a physical verifiable illness, 
not something that, 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 it's something that our energy can help change and, and grow with and, and, and help towards their doctor's healing. Um, it, it's really difficult when someone uh, asks when they have something like HIV, for example. I mean, it, it, we can help the situation, but it's not something that's, you know, generally going to get cured. But, there, but with doctor's advice, we can help them, you know, as long as they're taking their medications and moving on. Um, so, so, there's, so I think someone with, a, with more like a, a physical a uh, verifiable illness that or or condition um, that's probably longer lasting because it's going to be a, a few months before your your case comes up. So so if it's something like you just broke your arm yesterday, um, yeah. by the time it, we get to you, it's going to be healed. So that that's usually um, not going to be something that's going to work for us. But uh, something that's a longer lasting uh, issue, maybe a digestive issues, and that's in a physically verifiable place in your body. Uh, and usually longer lasting. Um, sometimes people have things, you know, other, other issues, uh, sinus issues that are long lasting, um, mm-hmm. you know, something physical, verifiable. And I think the other side of it is the person needs to be a good communicator because we're doing this with their consent. Um, yeah. And so we, they need to be able to, part of, part of what we do is exchange the healing uh, in, in response to the exchange from them is that they, is that they tell us what's going on, that they communicate with us. And so we do need someone who's, who's able to, to you check their email now and then, you know, and, 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 <laughs> uh, and, and talks to us uh, back and forth so that we can grow as healers ourselves. And, uh, but also, you know, so that we know maybe something to tweak in our, in our healing. If, if their condition has changed in some way, we can, we can, we can tweak it. So the, that person who's really able to go back and forth um, and has something physical, that's usually sometimes some sort of chronic symptom. Yeah. So it can be looked at, um, uh-huh. even though it might not be at the same, it will be a long time so that it, you know, had to, uh, if you had to look at it later, right. cause we've got 200 mm-hmm. people, I guess. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know? But they're not all gonna, they're not all gonna go through. Cause you know, by the time we get uh, a year down the road, a lot of people will forget that they contacted us. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and not everybody responds. Not everybody wants to give the consent and the consent form too. So, you know, yeah. it's not it's not every single person, but still it you know, if you if you go through everybody it it does get to be a time down the road, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for talking with us today and you know, I hope the listeners thank enjoyed you. hearing a little bit more about, you know, what's going on in the temple and yes your upcoming classes and, you know, someday down the road, maybe some rituals out there. I know that's, I, I'm uh, hoping. One, I know that's one of the goals of, uh, Alex from the yes. Pisces ministry is to have rituals going on in like all the 50 States. So yes, and she doesn't, and she doesn't want to lose to Christopher because, you know, he, he wants the, he wants the classes in every state. So, so he doesn't want, she, she wants to keep up with him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so um, we're excited about that. And I uh, hope you enjoyed, you know, the interview process. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was fun. It's kind of good to, it's always nice to look back because you don't, you just, sometimes you just do in life and you, you don't look back on it and reflect and it's just nice to do that. Yeah, it certainly is. Well, thank you listeners. And thank you, Tim. Thank you. You've been listening to Voices of the Temple. 
The contents of this podcast are copyright 2010 of the Temple of Witchcraft. For more information, please visit templeofwitchcraft.org.